<laughs> I like to have you on camera when you do it. So, oh, okay. So, like, because you know, I have a, I kind of have it already like formatted for when you do your thing thing, when you do the thing thing. Uh-huh. And then I have my intro music that splits it up and then it starts the okay. intro. So, whenever you're ready, Tiffany. I'm ready. And in five, four, three, Welcome to episode 14 of These Walls Can Talk. Are you sure? You said it was 14, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure? Okay, I mean, I think that's it's the seventh episode of the 2023, but the 14th episode of the season. I mean, 14th okay. yeah, episode of the season. Of season one. Yes, of season one. one. Hopefully, we'll have a lot of seasons. Plenty yes. of seasons. Because I, I like, and like, we don't really have to have seasons. We were just talking about it because we happen to be talking about SVU at the time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what it is. Uh, but that's yeah. what it so, is. We're here on this Sunday evening. Yes. I am tired. Like, I just am drained. I just, I am emotionally, mentally, and physically drained. I mm-hmm. just, ugh. At least you have your pets around. I have to go somewhere to see my cat. I know. It's like you have to have visitation. <laughs> They're going to give me a key um, to the place. So for those of you that are probably like, what the fuck? So um, <laughs> her cat's in foster care. She's a horrible foster <laughs> My cat, my cat is at a friend's house. Um, her, her uncle drew, um, has been so kind to let my cat, um, stay in his place. Um, because my cat has been living with me in my home that I am, um, I'm not on the lease, but I guess I'm sub I don't know. My friend that I'm staying with, my roommate here, I had my cat, he had his cats and they're selling the house after the lease is up in August and we can't have cats. So I had to put my cat in foster care at her uncle Drew's house. So I have to go visit my cat. And Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I do not like this shit. I don't like not having her here. It is. It's like, she's your baby. Yes. She Mm -hmm. is my baby. And I literally will be in bed and I feel like the bed move. And I think it's her. And I know it's not her because she's not here. Mm -hmm. And I don't like it. And I think it's shit that I can't have my cat here because the new homeowners apparently are allergic to cats. And Cameron was like, the house doesn't come with the damn cats. Like Exactly. The house doesn't come with the fucking damn cats. You're going to fucking clean it when you move out, when you move out. And then they're probably going to clean it before they move in anyway. So they're probably going to buy this house and tear it fucking down and build something else. It's probably what the fuck is going to happen anyway. So, but I mean, it's not my property. I'm not even on. But it's okay. Sorry. Yes, I'm gonna make it anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna get a key, and I'll be able to visit my baby whenever. Um, but it is just kind of very. It's very unsettling and not having her here. I don't like it. I'm sorry. You can have Max. You can Mm -hmm. take Max back with you. No. Mm Hmm. No, because that's that's too much. See, the cats were cool. The cats didn't do shit. That Max 
does shit. Okay. That dog, I love him to death. He's so cute. He is cute, but he a handful. Yes, he is. I love him to death. I love him. I love on him when I'm there. He can't come back to Florida. He got. Would you imagine bringing him down here to Florida and letting him run on the beach? He wouldn't come back. You like, don't think he would come back? I just, he would need to be on a really long leash. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm very afraid of letting him just run in open spaces. Because, like, at the dog park, it's an open space, but it's contained. Like, it's Right, contained. of course, of course. So, but I feel like on the beach, he just... <sighs> Guys, you should see that. Um, I'm going to take a picture and post it on our page but my sister is supporting my brand mme collection brand and it's so cool to see someone else like in my merchandise even she if she is it my is. number one supporter by the way i love that even if it is your sister yeah my sister is have, my number one I have supporter marinated, i have marinated melanated and educated i have yep. marinated melanated educated and graduated and then i have yep. melanated marinated educated and celebrate it. I just got with the, the black with the tea. black history, yeah, the black history tea, and you have the excellent city, yeah. Yes. So, um, when people say your family doesn't support you, they're lying. Yeah, they're lying. Because <laughs> my sister is my number one supporter. Um, but it looks yeah. good on you. I'm, I'm that that makes me happy. My heart to see that. Yeah. I wore it all day on Friday. So, oh, you did. You get any compliments? No. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, I just. You know, people are just like, hey. I mean, I don't get too many compliments on stuff anyway, so. It's okay. What do you mean? I mean, I get compliments on stuff, but, you know, it's like, it's. Did you, you have know. resting bitch, bitch face on? I'm I sorry. probably did. I was really okay. high. Is that, is that what it was? <laughs> I'm too out of me this week. I was just like, I was really overwhelmed. <laughs> You're just like, oh, God. Oh. Like, why am I here? We went What's to the grocery on? store. We went to the grocery store and we went to Menards and she had the little cart thing. And I'm just like, I need you to focus. Like you can Mom? Yes. I was like, I need you to focus. Like sometimes I just think you were in. It's like having an overgrown toddler. Like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll get her on the show, but I don't, we're going to have to like media prep her. Cause like, I don't know if we're going to be able to. She's going to be on our best behavior on the show. She keeps asking like, when are you going to have me on podcast? What are you going to have me on podcast? We'll get you on the podcast, Mom. Yeah. It'll just be when all of us are here. I think that definitely needs to be when I'm home. Yes. I don't... It. We both need to be there because... Yeah. yeah just... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway. Um, well, damn. Well, how was your week? Um, I went back to work after being on vacation. Boo! And, and it's like... <laughs> You need a vacation from your vacation. Like, I, I understood my boss's thinking. Because, like, I was going to go to work the Monday before my birthday. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. So. You're going to go to work on the 20th? Yeah. Why I'm, would you do that? That's, no, absolutely not. I'm glad, I'm glad she was on your side with that. I'm glad. So she's just like, because the way I see it is you get the weekend before your vacation. And you get the weekend after your vacation before you have to come back to work. And I was just like, true. Okay. Taking the whole week off. So the only thing about it is that I had things planned the weekend after my vacation. So like I, did what? I had my birthday party. Oh, 
So it's like, I well, did yeah. really, So it's like, I didn't really get to relax during the weekend before I went to, before I went back to work. So like Monday and Tuesday was rough getting back to work. Yeah. So um, I do that. Like if I go out of town, it'll be like that Friday before my vacation starts and then come back that Wednesday so I can spend Thursday and Friday recouping. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Saturday and Sunday having a normal weekend and then um, coming back, going back to work on Monday. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. And I'm just like, oh, I don't remember how to do my job anymore. I did remember how to do my job, but sometimes it's like. It's just a transition. I get it because I am coming off of like working just two days a week. Mm-hmm over the off season here and spring break has started and I'm going back to six days a week, Mm -hmm. like back to back to back to back to back for like the next like six weeks straight during spring break. So like, I get Mm -hmm. it. It's like, like going back into like the routine, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily really want to go back to it, but I need to go back to it. But it's just like, but I was like, okay, so after spring break, I'm dropping my Monday so I can have Sunday, Monday off, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I can't yeah. be working double, double shifts every day here from here on out. I can't do that shit. They don't even ask me if I want doubles. If they're like, Kia, can you work? A d-? Uh, no, absolutely not. You know, don't even ask me. Uh, no. No, I don't do doubles. I don't do that. Sorry. No. Get some go get somebody else to do it. Get get somebody else to do it. It won't be me. And don't call me on my day off. Please don't. Mm-mm, Cause I will not answer the phone. I'm not doing it. Nope. Sure won't. I'm not doing it. Um, but we did have um our first fan email this week. Mm-hmm. From um, her name is Vicky from Effingham, Illinois. Um, yes. So that's really really cool. So shout out to Vicky from Effingham. Um, I'm not sure what you know. We don't have merch or anything yet. Maybe we'll try to figure out something cool for you to do. I'll correspond. I've already responded back to her, but um, I don't know. Maybe we'll like have her on to like say hi or something on the next podcast. Just be like you know. And maybe give her thoughts on the show and whatnot, you know, maybe we'll do something like that. But Vicky, thank you so much because, you know, it's proof that, I mean, like I see the analytics from when I post the pod, but it's cool to actually see somebody like sending us an email. So we -hmm. like that stuff. So please people continue to do it. These walls can talk podcast at gmail.com. Send emails, send questions, suggestions, things you would like us to talk about. Um, just any feedback, stuff like that. We love to hear mm-hmm. it. So, Yay. um, so yes. again, please email. Yeah. Yes. Tony's like, please email. Please <laughs> don't, email. Te- She's like, don't text me. <laughs> if you want to say something about the podcast, don't text me, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our, she comes yeah. over to my desk and she's just like, so, so, it's so funny. And so she's next time we talk, email me. I'm going to be like, email it to me. <laughs> email it. So I can see it too. Yeah. So yeah. we both can see it. Yeah. Cause we both have access to, uh, the email account. Um, 
So shout out to our aunt Mabel Moore, who turned Woo! ninety. We had yes. her. Um, we had her ninetieth parade, ninetieth um, the other day, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Yes. ninety years old. Ninety years young. She she done sink some shit. Yes, a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Mama seen some shit, but I mean that's a whole. 17 years like you know that's a lifetime you know that she's a lifetime more that she's seen so mm-hmm. 1933 wow that's wow wow that's amazing that's absolutely amazing wow. yeah. well happy birthday Mabel um I wish I was there mm-hmm. um but I know you and mom got out to the parade to the little yeah. little soiree that was had by the family. Yeah. And just shout out to the Nelson Redman family in general. Like, yeah. Pretty awesome group that. of people to be related to, if I do say so myself. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes, so, indeed. That was my week, and um, that's pretty much it. Just normal, everyday stuff. Just went, got to, went to work, caregiving stuff. Had, um, a pretty interesting call at my part-time job. So some of these folks, you just, yeah, I understand why my, why my types of positions are needed, but sometimes you just be like, you ain't got nothing else better to do. <laughs> than to be on my phone. Than to be on stop. my phone. Oh, stop playing on my, I don't like people playing on my you phone. My phone right? <laughs> It's ironic how we're the generation that lived on prank calls and now we're getting mad with robocalls. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I never ever thought of it that way. <laughs> so I never did. Never did. Yeah. I got cash it. That was not funny. Why? Oh my gosh. That's corny. That's corny. I've never done that before. <laughs> never done that before. Um, I used to always like want to call boys, but like I would like be too scared or just hang up. Like it would ring like twice, and I just hang then up. Then you play. Call. Then you'd have to play girl talk, and then it's like call the boy you're crushing on. Never, I'll take a zit sticker. <laughs> we'll talk about crushes a little bit later on in the oh, podcast. Oh man! Well, my week, like I said, um. You know, shout out to Vicky, our 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 first fan email um, mm-hmm. from Effingham, Illinois. Saw that, so that's cool. Just want to acknowledge that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was the start of spring break, so I'm back to working two jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a meeting at one of my jobs that I had to miss because of a doctor's appointment, but it was the liquor rep meeting where we get all these goodies. Um, and my roommate was oh so kind to get two of everything. So I got a goodie bag as well with like five pints of liquor, two hats, um, a bottle opener, two koozies, a Sailor Jerry cup, a Sailor Jerry shot glass, um, a flask. Um, yeah, See, all kinds of good stuff. are better than mine. Cause all we get is like pins and. <laughs> well, and you like pins. And stress well, balls. Pins like and Ash- you, get, you get spinners? You get those Ashley spinners? went to a Ashley went to a health fair 
and got a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, next time you go and I'm not there, get two of everything for me. (laughs) Get it for me. Yes. Yes. What you mean you would have gone to the health fair and got all this swag and didn't get nothing for me? You know what swag stands for, right? No. Stuff we all get. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm writing this down. Yes. I learned that in my job as a foster parent recruiter because you know I had to go to different events. <laughs> and so um yep, stuff we all get. That's what swag So it's not as cool as it sounds. No. <laughs> the acronym like, is cool, like, but the what it stands for it is not no. I mean it's stuff we all get. It's just like everybody everybody is there for all of us to hand out. So I used I used to miss those things like job fairs and and fairs and stuff like that because I would just go and just collect and just collect pants. Everything, every pamphlet, every pen, yeah. every sticker, every. I don't want to work. Yeah. work here. I don't even have a degree in this. I'm just gonna. I just want your pen. Thank just you. Just give me the free shit. Just give me what's free. <laughs> yeah. That's well, you know who's. That's what got well, you in trouble with that with in high school with credit cards though. Those damn free t-shirts. You mean in college? They, they were not. Do, they were doing that in college. Yeah, because they. Why well, I got this big ass oversized Discover T shirt, and now I'm just starting to ruin my fucking life. Thanks, guys. Goodness gracious. Well, speaking of things that aren't free, Alex Murdoch is not free. <laughs> if any of you over the last several years have followed the Murdoch case. Alec Murdoch. Has it been years? Well, the first incident, well, the the incident with his son, Paul, was back in 2019. Oh, okay. And the other incidents were like 2017. So, um, but it became publicized highly because of his his late son Paul and the boating accident that happened in South Carolina. Okay. But um Alec Murdoch, he has been convicted of murder. Um of his wife of his wife Maggie and his son Paul. Um life in prison. He definitely got what he deserved. Um the crazy thing about this trial is that uh this this man like basically like i mean i'm sure the family had they were doing corrupt shit all along i i i i feel like like it wasn't just alec but um alec is the fall from grace of this family um not only did he murder his wife and son but he was also stealing money from his clients. And I also believe that the housekeeper that fell down the stairs, um, he had something to do with, yeah, quote unquote, fell down the stairs, tripped over the dog and fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, he took her like life insurance policy or inheritance or something like that. Like her kids never got a cent. Nothing. Her kids got nothing. Um, there's an article that CNN posted. It's pretty. It's pretty lengthy, but um, it gives 
the title of it is why Murdoch killed his son and wife, according to the prosecution. Um, it said Alec Murdoch has been convicted Thursday of killing his wife and son. Despite the lack of direct evidence, the prosecution spent weeks outlining how Murdoch had the motive, means, and opportunity to commit the murders. Uh, the case hinged on circumstantial evidence proving Murdoch was at the crime scene that night and that he lied to investigators and painting him as a fraudster who killed his family in a desperate bid to distract the investigations into his actions. The mm-hmm. motive... Um, a series of witnesses have accused Murdoch of extensive financial wrongdoing at his namesake law firm and presented evidence that he lied to nearly everyone around him in a years long fraud. A day of reckoning was coming from several different angles. So he killed his family to distract and delay those financial investigations. The prosecution argued. How fucked up is that? Like, seriously, that's that's just so crazy. Two investigations in particular that could have exposed Murdoch's wrongdoings were coming to a head at the time of the killings. For one, the chief, the CFO of his law firm testified she had confronted Murdoch about missing funds on the morning of June 7th, hours mm-hmm. before the killings. After the murders, the internal investigation into the funds took a backseat. Second, Murdoch was facing a lawsuit from the family of Mallory Beach a 19-year-old who was killed in February of 2019 with a boat owned by Murdoch and allegedly driven by Paul. Paul drove that boat. I have seen the documentaries. I have Paul was driving that boat. Um, the boat crashed. <laughs> what did you say? You're very invested in this. Yes, I know. I know Paul was driving the boat. He was driving the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, a hearing in that civil case was scheduled for June 10th, 2021 and had the potential to reveal his financial problems. Prosecution prosecutors argued. Um, that was just the motive. And then it goes into the means and the opportunity, but basically um, Murdoch later admitted to lying and testifying during the trial that he misled law enforcement because of an addiction induced paranoia so he was actually addicted to opiates opioid painkillers yeah which is very common yes he was addicted to opiates too so i mean this whole case has been crazy it's been the center of a lot of media attention there's even a podcast about it netflix has a three-part limited series about it um Another podcast that I listened to, The Friend Zone, it was part of their true crime investigation. 2020 has done shows. Um, I mean, it's it's just, it's so crazy to hear and see this fall from grace from this family. But like, mm-hmm. there's so much more that has happened. And it's really, really sad that people have lost their lives for the greed and just it's just it really really pisses me off mm-hmm. but um but one of the jurors uh in the case <laughs> did you say he said uh, he was just like as soon as he got up to saying i knew he was guilty yeah yeah juror uh, this is from the new york post the first article i read was from uh cnn the second article uh new york post because you have to cite your sources people um a juror a, a juror was convinced South Carolina 
legal scion Alex Murdoch was guilty of murdering his wife and son when he took the stand, leading to a lightning fast conviction despite loud jury deliberations in the high profile case. Juror Craig Moyer, 37, told the Post on Sunday he believed Murdoch's own testimony was the tipping point in the six-week trial. In an emotional display, the disgraced and disbarred lawyer admitted he lied to authorities about his whereabouts in the night of the home, of the double homicide. Um, Murdoch was shocked. Murdoch shocked the courtroom by acknowledging he was at the dog kennels where a Snapchat video from his now dead son caught the 54 year old's voice in the background shortly before the bloodbath. That's what yeah, you had mentioned uh, Tiffany earlier when we had talked about this. Yeah. When like he took the I... stand quote, when he took the stand, he kind of showed his guilt then, Moyer, a construction worker, said from his home. His head shaking all the time and no tears, and he wiped his nose like this, Moyer said, as he pretended to vigorously wipe his nose with his arm. Uh, Craig Moyer was one of the judge, one of the jurors for Alex Murdoch's murder trial. Uh, Daniel William McKnight, him crying and shaking his head back and forth and him admitting that he was there at the dog kennels a year and a half later, said Moyer. Uh, and then they talk about how he was convicted Thursday. His wife was 52, Maggie, and his son, Paul, 22, in June 2021 at their home. So he shot them with what was said to be Paul's favorite shotgun. And his wife wait, wait, was killed wait, with... a favorite shotgun? Paul had a favorite shotgun. The guns that were shot, the guns that were used to kill Maggie and Paul were the family's guns. And the gun, the shotgun that was used to kill Paul was Paul's favorite shotgun. Because you know how they do that. You know how they like to go hunting and stuff like that. All that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I, I believe that the gun that killed Maggie was like an AR type of of rifle or gun so Mm -hmm. yeah it was just yeah i've been following this case and it's just i like i've watched a lot of true crime stuff and this i was just completely just baffled by all of this and Mm -hmm. there's other people that were murdered that the family's linked to allegedly (sighs) just so much it's i just can't but Alec Murnau has now been sentenced and he is uh, going to jail for the rest of his life. So um, good riddance, sir. And yeah, your family has fallen from grace due to you and your, and your actions and your greed and all that. And damn, sad. Killed your wife and your son. Damn. Because he didn't want the truth to come out. But look what happened. The truth comes out yeah like look, i mean and look what happened like and look what happened like did you and then i think he like tried to stage like an attack on himself after his wife and after he shot his wife and his son like he tried to like stage like him getting like robbed or something at his truck somewhere <laughs> like just, he he clearly lost his mind but yeah he didn't get oh, out of this one drug. That that white privilege didn't work. He didn't get out of that shit. He got out of none of that shit. That he is going to prison. So, yep. but yeah, that's uh, 
That's how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder what other things are going to develop, you know, after this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they're going to do like a made for TV movie. You think they're going to do that? You think, you Does think he have any other children or is it just Buster? The son okay. that allegedly had that affair with the, with the former, with the former student that they all went to school together. Um, there was, he just happened to, he was, he was gay and there was claims that him and his other son, Buster had relations or, you know, they were close. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know where Buster's at. Buster may have changed his name, but I mean, they all look alike. I don't know if you've seen pictures of the family, but who? I shouldn't, you know what? That's disrespectful. I shouldn't be talking about them like that. <laughs> I should not be talking about them like that. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, I didn't watch the show. I don't watch all the shows about that and I will watch every single one that comes out. Cause I am just like so involved and intrigued by this, all this, this whole situation. Um, but what, speaking of shows, what, what have you been watching? I know you say you've been watching a couple things, but what have you been watching on TV? I caught up on Bel Air. I'm not as invested as I was with the, with last season. Like I, I'm like I like it, but it's like it's it's starting off a little slow for me. But I mean, I'm watching it, so yay. Um, I caught up. You just having Adder- high expectations to just for them come running out the gate. Yes, I'm. I, I'm still. I'm upset that last week's that last week's episode of Harlem was the season finale. So I'm like, ah, so I gotta wait for that. But I think I said that last week. But um, yeah. So caught up on that. Um, I watched Abbott Elementary last night. Don't tell me because I'm not caught up. So don't, no spoilers. It's so funny. It's just, I love that joke. No spoilers. Because the last episode I saw was when when they finally kissed. So. And Tyler James Williams can still get it. Just he can get it. So totally get it. Um, Yeah, that's about it. That's all. um, I really haven't watched too much this Mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah. Um, I I will say this. I, because I'm behind. It's on it but it's like I don't know if you ever got into the good wife on when it was on when it was on okay I got Paramount Plus so I watched the good wife loved it and I was really I watched upset. the good witch no so, okay. so the good wife <laughs> um had a spinoff um called the good fight so I'm watching that only complaint I have about Paramount Plus and the good fight why is your intro so damn loud? <laughs> like the intro to the show. Or make sure you get the press the skip intro button immediately. I have an option where you can just auto if you are gonna have a a, a binge watch, mm-hmm. they should have a skip intro. Button like a skip intro option. Can't they yeah. implement that somehow in the programming? Girl, you know, we need to talk to some computer gurus and ask that. But I'm just like, I'm sitting there just watching it, and you know, okay, I'm in the bathroom, and you know, okay, it's going off and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm off the toilet. <laughs> hey, what the hell is that? 
what is going on. So that's so confused. Actually, I started I started bitching that again. Um, the good um the good fight. So I've been on this like lawyer show kick and I don't know. Because you want me to go back to law school. That's that but it's like I like I have a forensic background. Like I have a law background as well. Like I being in the forensic like forensic literally means the intersection of law and whatever else. So forensic psychology Uh is the intersection of law and mental health. So it's like I've taken like, you know, my mental health law classes, my um document my forensic documentation classes and all of those things so it's like i can i know how to work in a court system in a, in a system mm-hmm. of so it's like i'm just watching it and i'm just like nope that's not right <laughs> it's like that so yeah it's so yeah it's interesting but um it's i'm into that right now and i'm watching the good fight so they have six seasons and luca um so which is a baby name on my list but we'll talk about that later um so she that her character is a mess but yeah she's she'll be all right she'll be all right you so. said she'll be all right well maybe, maybe i need to get on that i um am all cut I up think with you could, well the good wife had julia louis not julia louis dreyfus <sighs> mr big was in it he played you know the guy <laughs> with chris Knott. and then his he was wife. in the good wife yes he's the he's the husband of the good wife oh Juliana, Juliana Margulies, that's her name. Okay, yeah, I could I could like see her face. Yes. I was just yes. thinking, I was like, I could see her face. Character. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a good that was a good seven seasons. You know what got me started on it? Those little clips and stuff that they put on like Facebook and, and stuff where it's just like a quick snippet of the show. I'm like, mm-hmm. what show is this? And so I started watching The Good Wife because I had uh Paramount Plus. And there you I was gonna like, watch, I'm gonna start watching this. And I was just watching it and Got into it, and then I was like, "There's a spinoff of um, spinoff called the Good the Good Fight," and so, yep. I remember uh, you would. I know SVU or Law and Order has like SVU Criminal Intent, the original Law and Order, um, and then Organized Crime is the latest ones that they've started the latest installment but i like accidentally like started watching criminal intent and now i like want to start from the beginning (laughs) criminal intent Intent isn't my favorite but you when you catch it up just like the original law and order isn't necessarily my favorite but like certain episodes that you kind of pop up on you're like oh oh you get real real into it so yeah yeah so I'd have to get into that. Um, Snowfall is back. I don't know if you've ever gotten into that. But I, I think, to... I believe it's the final season of Snowfall. Yeah, it's the final season, yeah. <sighs> I hear so many great things about it, but and I started to watch it, but the one scene just turned me off to it, and I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. Well, just fast forward through it. So, it's like the, like the Lion King death. Mufasa's death in the Lion King. Like, <laughs> so. And we all know. Scar killed Mufasa. No, Scar ate Mufasa. Scar killed ate him, but Scar also ate Mufasa. Scar ate him. Scar ate Mufasa. Mm-hmm. If you know, yeah. you know. Yes. Yes. Um, what else? Oh, um, I've had to catch up with The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm actually invested in the season. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why either. <laughs> I don't know. I, um... 
but like I want to finish it. Like I want to find out like, you know, like who he picks and you know, there's still a couple sisters left and I'm just like, you know, they were talking about um on the Friend Zone podcast, they were talking about uh the show, what is it? The Perfect Match. I really don't really find myself watching dating shows or shows like that too much. This season of The Bachelor, I just started watching and it like caught my attention. Um, but I mean, I don't I don't really know if I like I really I liked the concept of married at first sight until they started being um too reality show y. So like too reality showy. <laughs> yes, that's, 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 that's my word for it. Not too much like, like I, a reality show. Isn't it a reality show? Like a reality, it was too much like a reality show where it's like, it's. It, was it like love and hip hop or was it like. <laughs> no, not even that. Like, and I say that because it's the concept of the show is. Was very much like the psychology in me liked the concept of the show because the reality of it is it's just like relationships are work we all know that relationships are work mm-hmm. so if you so i liked the concept because it says if you were to find the perfect person on paper so they meet all this credential all like all your criteria all of that so and you don't have to find that like you don't have to find that person we find them for you are you invested and making are can you become invested enough to make it work with the right assistance? And so it's like, so if someone so it's kind of like a modern take on arranged marriage. So that's what I liked about it, is because at first it's just like you're seeing it play out, as you're seeing it play out, but you have like the pastor and the therapist and the relationships ex- expert and all of this stuff. So it all um so that's why I was really, I really liked it at first. But then, then they're like, okay, now the episodes are going to be two hours long. And now we're going to add more couples. And now we're going to add all of this stuff. Episodes are two hours long. Yes. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh, I no. was like, nope. I was like, and now we're going to add more couples. And now we're going to, I actually like, because they came to Chicago while I was there. I actually applied to be on the show. Obviously, I didn't make it. But um, yeah, actually, actually applied to be on the show, and I was just, and that's what I said. I, they're like, "Why do you think you'd be good?" I was like, "Because I feel like I'm, at the, I feel like I'm ready for marriage, and I understand the time and energy and investment that it takes to be in a marriage, and it's not just, and I don't want a wedding, I want a marriage." And I didn't get picked, but it's fine. And it's like I think that's what it is. I think some people want a wedding that they don't realize what happens, yeah, after the wedding. I think a lot of people get that misconstrued. I mean, I, I mean, I, you have roommates, soon to be ex-wife, that I was in the wedding. Like, you know, she could have just had a big old party instead of, you know, marrying my roommate. Like, why Is did that she- who you're living with? You don't know who I'm living with? I know who you're living with, but I don't know. I'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Because I just, I just, girl, you got so many friends. I can't even keep up with them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of friends and things, all these, all these college friends down here on spring break. And girl. Wait. This is friends that you went to college with? 
Hell no, no. Like, girl, you other, have to be more. Not my friends, other people's friends. You they try to, don't try to be my friends, but I don't, I'm like, I'm too old to be your friend. I'm like, I'm like, why are you? No. No, no, I don't do, I'm boring now. Like I used to be a lot. I'm still fun, but like, I no, I'm not, I ain't going out with y'all. Yeah. I ain't doing what y'all be doing because mm-hmm. I am. Um, am. No, but uh, so I went to my work, my one job after I got off work. I, where I work, I work two jobs and they're like super close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally, like they're less than a half a block away from each other mm-hmm. um is that a city block or a beach block a beach block <laughs> like literally i get in the car i go to the light which is like two seconds away from the parking lot of each place okay yeah I, that they're like diagonal from each other where i work um okay. so thursday i get off work and I, well, I'll go, we'll, we'll segueing into balls in the walls with this, but, um, mm-hmm. I go to work with my counterpart because I actually get off work early because it was so slow and I was there for maybe like hour and a half. They're like, Kia, since you have no transactions, you know, you can go because, you know, I don't have to worry about my cash drawer. So, um, I have a couple drinks after work. Um, and then me and, uh, the guy I was working with go over. And it's kind of slow. We're just sitting there and people start coming in and stuff. And then I don't know what happened, but I started, I thought it was spring break 98 up in this bitch. So then I see this dude and I was like, this, uh, okay. (laughs) He was beautiful. Okay. This young man, I was like, who are you? He said his name was Gage. I don't remember where the fuck he was from. But this boy was, he was, he was a mix of like Hispanic, Japanese, and German. He, I was like, I need to go home. After I saw him, I had to leave. I said, I can't. I can't be here. I have to go home. And then he came back. He showed up because there's a girl that lives here now that wants to be my friend. But I'm like, girl, like you are like 21 years old. I don't don't need to be friends with you. She's like, oh my God, I forgot you said you worked here. I literally could be. Yeah, she could be God. I forgot you said you worked here. Um, But I did tell her, I was like, you need to tell your friend to call me. Is he 21? Yeah, well, you our, our bar is 21 and up, so you can't. But his fine ass walked up to the bar. I, I was like, oh my God, I said, y'all, my spring break crush is here. Oh my God. <laughs> he was so, Tiffany, he was, you ever like see somebody and you just like, yeah, they is just, so, like, so fine. Like, aren't you so amazingly attractive? Like, it, I was like, and just young as hell. Like, like, why can't you be that attractive and like closer to my age? I mean, he he legal. That's from Delaware. So, uh, well, some of my guy friends were like, "Just do it, kid. Just go ahead, make it spring break, make it go ahead." 
Make memories. <laughs> oh, I'm just like make memories. But I think his last night in town is tonight. I ain't going nowhere. After we done recording, I'm gonna finish the bachelor and eat some Snickers I got in the freezer. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere, but I did see, so we're going to, last week on Boss of the Walls, I talked about the the real crush that I do have and, mm-hmm. you know, how I shot by shot and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, when I showed up at my other work with, because I work with the guy, mm-hmm. when I showed up at my other work with another person that I work with that just happens to be a guy, he got butt hurt. He got upset about it because I didn't like run up to him immediately and like say hi and like, or like acknowledge him like right away. Cause I get a text message. I'm sitting there for a good, like 10, 15 minutes talking to my other coworker and mm-hmm. I get a text message from my phone. It says, don't you ignore me, sir, sir. You don't go eat a bag of baby dicks and get the fuck out of my face. I was like, in my brain. So I looked at him and I was just, I just started laughing. And then I'm like, because every time I talk, every time I feel like there is like an opportunity or, or I like, I might like get to be alone with him or see him outside of work. Mm -hmm. I always, I told you this before, I get some random girl talking about how her friend had relations with him or this other person that was at the bar shows me her phone and it's like oh well he's dming me and all this stuff and it's like something always happens to counteract my experience and it's Mm -hmm. starting to turn me off it's starting to make me not even want to explore anything with this person anymore Mm -hmm. and i actually yeah, it's like it's just it's it's just not something that I'm really like interested in and like pursuing any longer. Mm-hmm. Um and I and you know, but it was just funny that like he like got butt hurt that I didn't like run up to him or like speak to him immediately when I walked in. I was like, "So, how old are we?" Like seriously? So you see me talking to another dude and you're upset about it? It's like, what are you upset about? What are you upset about, dude? You've had ample, you've had plenty of opportunity. I've, I've, I've invited you to go out. I've, you know, I've tried, you know, it's like, you know, my efforts, I feel like my efforts are being reciprocated and I want Mm -hmm. to focus on people and things that are reciprocating my energy. Mm-hmm. what's happening there my energy is not being reciprocated so i'm just gonna let it go yeah. you know but don't don't text me because i didn't say hi to you especially when i'm in the same room as you that's like you could have came up and spoke to me but you know it is what you know how these boys are like he's mm-hmm. he's he's in his you know upper 30s but you know they still little boys you know mm-hmm. they be getting their feelings hurt Mm-hmm. So, speaking of feelings, so speaking of speaking of feelings, I'm, I'm having some feelings one way or the other about a situation that I have. I guess since re- well, that person has removed himself from the situation, so it's like I, you know, been struggling because it's like this. I'm not 
hurt, but I'm disappointed because it was like one of the spectrum to the next. And so, um, you know, you tell me you love me, but you want to be in a polyamorous relationship. Then it's my birthday and you didn't show up for my birthday. I haven't heard from you as to why you didn't show up for my birthday. Did you forget? Did you not care? Whatever. And you know, I'm, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but if anybody, if somebody does something to you on or around your birthday, you there's no coming back from that. I've had yeah. too many experiences with men on my birthday. I've had several experiences with men on or around my birthday, and it's just so disrespectful. Couple, and disheartening. Like, yeah, like I've had a couple, and they've been like one was. You ghosted me. We were like, we, we exchanged Christmas gifts before I came home for Christmas. Then you ghosted me for New Year's Wait, Eve. Wait, you exchanged Christmas gifts and then he yes. ghosted you New Year's Eve? Yes. Ghosted what? me. Who does that? Ghosted me on New Year's Eve just to pop up on my birthday. To wish Wait, me a what? Happy Popped up on my birthday, wished me a happy birthday. I go on Facebook and he's in a relationship, but it's not with me. <sighs> then I say, then I go, oh, well, that explains a lot. And he completely unfriends me on Facebook. <laughs> what out. is wrong with them? So, yeah, there's that. But like, so, you know, and then it shows up on like this particular person, it shows up that, you know, you're at an event with another woman. And so I was like, for five seconds, I felt some type of way about it. But it's like, in my mind, I was like, okay, you know, no response is still a response and pay attention to behavior. So mm -hmm. um, I was telling myself that I needed closure it's just like, I, you want to know why. You just want to know why. So I thought about it. And um, this isn't necessarily my mental health moment, but some mental health is in it. So um, so closure was first. Interest. So it got me thinking about why is it that we want closure? So um, this there's an article on Psychology Today uh, by David J. Lee, PhD. It's like, it's like, why you actually don't need closure? So, um, oh, I need this one. Yes, let me pay. I need, might need to take some notes on this. So, closure was first. <laughs> Literally, I'm gonna write this shit down because I have, I have thought about, I have thought about this so many times. Why you don't need closure? So, key point that he's gonna say is like closure first originated as a concept in perpetual psychology. Over recent decades, the term closure has crept into pop psychology with vague, unsupported meanings, and people high in need of closure tend to have rigid, authoritarian, and obsessive personality features. Mm. So closure was first introduced as a psych psychological concept in the early 20th century, and mm. that's very different than its, common, than its common usage today. The concept of closure was proposed by a Gestalt psychologist to describe the perpetual and cognitive process, whereas by humans close or complete inco incomplete figures. So when we so sh show someone a circle with part missing, our brain often fills in the gaps, leading us to believe we saw a whole circle as opposed to a completed. 
Since the 1990s, however, the concept of closure has been applied to far more ethereal psychological processes. The need for psychological closure variously describes people needing to have some answer as to why something happened, why they were targeted or suffered a trauma, whose fault a certain event was, or even if, or even to have peace that a criminal such as a murderer can never hurt anyone again. At trials, attorneys commonly state, at my class client, at last my clients will get closure. And the families of, of murder victims are often invited to the execution of a convicted criminal so that the state may grant them closure. Sometimes the term closure is involved when someone dies or after a long hard battle with an illness. But the most frequent use of closure these days is some fi- is, is in seeking fi- some final resolution, a clearing of the air following a bad breakup in a relationship. I need to know why they ghosted me. I need to finally tell him that I was cheating on him the whole time. I oh. can't rest he knows how much she hurt me. I silence myself from say- for saying so much during the relationship, and I need to hear all the things I held back, all the things I swallowed trying to preserve our relationship. The idea is that a sense of closure gives us peace of mind, peace of mind to move on move forward to stop ruminating and scratching at emotional scabs. But as several of the above quotes demonstrate, sometimes a sense of closure is more about evening the score and getting retribution than it is about achieving mm-hmm. The need for closure scale was introduced in 1994 and appears to measure some, some stable personality or dispositional characteristics. People who score high on the need for closure are more likely to make stereotypical and biased statements Bias judgment, um, use new information to confirm existing beliefs and biases and stubbornly cling to their pre-existing beliefs and assumptions. While need for closure can be affected by situational factors, having a high need for closure appears to be far more an expression of certain obsessive type of personality, a need for structure and predictability, as opposed to truly reflecting a process begun and ended by events outside of of the person. Um, So essentially, um, true closure is about facing negative emotions true closure is um something closure is something you can only give yourself and Mm -hmm. allowing you um allowing you to rage at me isn't going to make anyone feel better so no one like wanting closure is normal it's about wanting emotional pain loss and grief to end unfortunately the human the human mind and heart don't fit neatly into boxes where we can close them pack them away and not feel anymore so tolerance of ambiguity and uncertainty is how we most effectively manage our negative emotions, such as anxiety, attempting to excise them or banish them or control them rarely succeeds and often worsens our suffering. So. I know I've had to accept a lot of apologies. I knew I was never going to get. Yeah. I knew I had to deal with. There's so many whys. Why did that happen to me? Like, why did he do that? Like. And it's like you're gonna you can drive yourself mad if you keep wondering why. You just gotta I, let that mine, shit go. Mine isn't why. Mine is what's wrong with me. Mm. My, my thought isn't why they did that. My 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 I, my question is always what's wrong with me because it's like, well, shit. So that's that's my thing. Like my question is always the. It's not even the why. It's just the, it's the what's wrong with me that this keeps happening that I don't see the signs or whatever the case may be. It's just like, what's wrong with me? So yeah, so that's my boss. Is that something that you're discussing in therapy and with your behavior coach? Not necessarily because my therapist, that's interesting because I thought of something this week in therapy. 
but I'm not necessarily discussing that because my program, because of the way that it's set up, because I'm a part of this particular program, I'm on the caregiver track. So my relationship, like my interpersonal and intimate relationships aren't really a topic of discussion, but we'll see what happens. But I mean, we are talking about like my, um, I can't remember what the, the clinical term for it was. And my brain is half shut down right now. Um, we're just kind of like reprocessing my negative thoughts, like the negative thoughts and, and catastrophizing and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we are discussing that. So maybe I can talk about that and like the, what's wrong with me every time something bad happens. Cause I thought about it when I got my car, like when I got my car, you're like something like, bad's going to happen. I was yeah. just like, some, I'm going to lose my job. My roommate's going to kick me out. I'm going to live in this car that I can't afford. <laughs> and that's, like, that's not a normal reaction to like something <laughs> You know, like something good happening that's definitely not a normal or healthy reaction to have, you know, because I know you always say that normal is subjective. It's healthy. That's like what your, your, your goal should be. But that is, that was neither. That's not a no, like most people are really excited and I was excited, but I was just like, like, oh my God, you, it's like, you said like all these bad things are going to happen like back to back to back. And I'm like, because good things don't happen to me. Oh, stop. They do. So they um, do. But yeah, my I realized in therapy that it's like being in being a caregiver. I'm, I am, I'm tired. Like I'm frustrated. But what I'm most frustrated with is the system that put me in this situation in the first place. Because nobody talks about what happens when you get old, and if you need care, and there's no the the system doesn't set you up for success. The system sets you up to lose everything. So then the system has to take care of you and they take everything that you have from you. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought about that and I was just like, that's why I'm so mad. Like, that's why I'm so angry. So, yeah. And and it's good that you have like found like the source of the anger. Yeah. So now it's, it's like, like, okay, now what can we do to. So it's like, yeah, work so through that like pro- to, to process that and work through it yeah so it's like I know it's not mom's fault but sometimes it's like dude like I need you to get it together I mean but she yeah, did that- cook green beans and a whole meatloaf while we were gone and I'm just like okay so you did that yeah. while you while we were gone you did that by yourself mm-hmm. I did a pretty good job mm-hmm. okay what's that next was a little skeet though yeah because i don't even even for we'll have to probably edit this part out but like but like but like so that's how much meat she was gonna put in the spaghetti because that still wasn't enough meat that was enough meat for some spaghetti but no mm -mm. see i be using okay see i be using like ground beef and italian sausage or breakfast sausage is good in spaghetti too if you mix it with ground beef it's really good yeah but that. anyway, but yeah, no, I just, so that was, that was my thing. It's just, it's the, it's the system that has set that it, the way the system is set up is frustrating. But yeah, in needing, I just realized, I was just like, I really, it made me think about, I was like, do I really just, do I really need closure or do I really just want to know why? And I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, so that's the thing. It's just like, mm, It's like not even two weeks ago, this happened. And this is not how you act when you tell someone what you told me. 
So, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. And it's like, they be using that word loosely, like, you know. Like the past to say it. Like, first of all, I'm not desperate. So, mm-hmm. I'm, not what you, I'm not what you're used to. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not, and the thing about it is that I'm not asking for much, and I feel like they think that we want the world on a platinum platter. I don't need that. But they I can't just... even do the bare minimum. Like that's a red flag. If you can't do self-deprecating talk, if they speak, like I've, I've, like my last few whatever situation shits that I've had. If you, like, if you really don't have any goals, if you have this this self-talk that's self-deprecating, like, if you're talking about yourself and it's self-deprecating, um, like, I'm out. I can't, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to be a re- rehabilitation center for you. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit there and listen to all this negativity and all this stuff. And then I'm constantly trying to build you up, build you up, build you up. But you're speaking that way about yourself, but you're not going to support me and encourage me because you don't exactly. even know how to do it for your damn self. So why mm-hmm. would I expect that from you when you can't do it for yourself? So I'm sitting here draining my tank, my love tank for you. And I'm sitting here feeling like a soggy gym sock after the shit's over because I wasn't getting what I was giving. Yes. You know? So I I just went off because I just you had a moment there. But I mean, it's just like it's gets. But now I just feel like I pay attention to like how they speak, how they talk, like the little things. How they talk. But I also for me, I, your I acts have, of service. Acts. It's like, so actions. I have to start paying attention to their actions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or it's lack me, thereof. Or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I have to, I have to take, I fucked myself over in this situation because his profile even said that he didn't want kids, didn't want more kids. So it's like, and I. What made you, that. did you think something that was going to make you change that or like. No, because he approached me. And so like we had had a conversation um, at the beginning. I was just like, I, I want children. Like I want to have at least one child biologically my own. And, you know, he was just like, well, you know, I'm not sure about what kids or, you know, da, 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 da. So, um, or, you know, but if like, you know, if I got married again and my, my, my wife wanted a child, I could do that because that's what they do. And it's just like, you get what you want, but it's like, I'm no further to getting what I want. Yeah. So it's a big old mess. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, that's what it like. So I just have to be cautious and it's like, and in being cautious, it's also making sure that the next person doesn't pay for this person's mistakes. So that's another conscious. I think that's why we also want closure because we don't want to ruminate on it and then bring it into our, our next relationship. But just mm-hmm. like I said, closure, the need for closure is something that you do for yourself. Just like I say, forgiveness is for yourself. Forgiveness is for yourself because you're letting this person live rent-free in your head and they're while they're out there still living their life. And it's like, I can't do that. Like he's still out there doing what he wants to do and not giving a fuck about me. So why do I have to give a fuck about him? Mm-hmm. So, but they so, get mad when they see you with somebody else, but they didn't want you, but they still get mad. Exactly. It's like, we can't, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. They can have it. 
I'm giving this fucking dating game to the streets. I don't want it no more. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to nobody. Mm-mm. No, I'm going to just do my little podcast with my sister, make my little shirts, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay, that's it. And yeah, and try to get some passport stamps with you because I ain't going on a vacation with nobody. Bay by myself. <laughs> I'm just over it. I'm just over it. Well, so do you think that this conversation about it gave you some closure? Okay. On to the next one. On to the next. On to the next one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Mm-hmm. I feel like that song should have been Fuck you. Next. I feel like it, it could have been. <laughs> You, is there? Can we see if there's an explicit version of that song? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man! Well, let's see. Well, did, did you? Well, you just did a lot of. Uh, that was not the mental health moment. No, that was not the mental health moment. But that was definitely boss of the walls. But yeah. But we can go into the mental health moment if you would like. Yes, yes, our favorite segment. <laughs> everybody's favorite segment um so i i was inspired this this week um by a reel that i saw on um facebook and i'm very upset with myself that i a did not save said reel or like it so that i could refer back to it so i apologize i am not giving credit i'm not giving full credit what where credit is due but if it pops up again i will definitely um be sure to save it Next time that happens, be sure to send it to me and then save it for yourself. I have an entire folder called podcasts. Okay. You just happen not to save that. I just happen not to save that. And I'm really mad. It's all right. So, um, yeah. So, um, the, the point of the, of the, real was what people don't realize is that a sugar like craving sugar is tied to emotional trauma so um why do i crave sugar this is on verywellmind.com by um Nancy, I'm not going to pronounce her last name. We're just going to call her Nancy S. And it was medically re- reviewed via Rachel Goldman, PhD. So sugar cravings um, are often caused by imbalances in blood glucose levels. Low blood sugar levels might, ca- might cause you to crave something sweet in order to bring up those levels. Other factors play a role, including psychological stress, medication, hormone imbalances, and health conditions. It's unusual to crave... Um, to crave carbs, sugar, and chocolate when you are stressed or dealing with depression. Cravings and cravings eh, can be your body's way of letting you know that it's not getting something that it needs, such as a particular vitamin or mineral. Having certain cravings, such as for chocolate or other sweets, is also often linked to how you feel emotionally. You don't have to completely deprive yourself of the treats you enjoy. The key is understanding why you're craving them and making sure that your overall diet is balanced in nutrition. Learning a little more about connection between food and mood can empower you to control your cravings rather than letting them control you. So 
why we get cravings. So a food craving is defined as an intense desire for a specific food. Most people experience cravings at one time or another, and there are many factors that determine their frequency and intensity. So common causes of food cravings are psychological, emotional stress, certain um, prescription or over-the-counter medications, hormonal imbalances in women, especially in relationship to pregnancy and the menstrual cycle, physical um, and mental health conditions such as type 1 diabetes, depression, and eating disorders. Research has shown that cravings can also be driven by memories rather than bodily cues. Consistently having a food at a certain time creates a mental link. You might almost you might say it almost feels feeds the craving. For example, if you grab a snack from the vending machine at work at the same time each afternoon, your desire for that snack may be less about satisfying hunger and more out of habit. Sweets and decadent meals are often associated with vivid memories of food at social gatherings, such as holidays, parties, and family get-togethers. If you find yourself thinking about your grandma's molasses cookies or your mom's famous apple pie, you may be missing your family members, not the food. I might sound like cravings are all in your head, but that does not mean you're imagining them. In fact, they're most often based on biology. In 2004, researchers used an fMRI machines to look at people's brains as they experienced food cravings. They noticed similarities in the neuroanatomy and f- of food craving brains and those of people who were addicted to drugs and alcohol who may also be experiencing cravings for these substances. In a 2011 study, researchers found that one area of the brain was activated. It temporarily decreased food cravings, particularly for sweet foods and carbohydrates. Findings from similar studies have helped researchers understand the phenomenon of food addiction, which can be another factor if someone's experiencing persistent cravings. The research research has also shown that some foods tend to be more addictive than others, including highly processed foods with a high glycemic load. The serotonin theory. One theory about food cravings involves serotonin. What is serotonin exactly? It is a neurotransmitter needed for mood regulations. Um, so researchers believe that having an imbalance of serotonin in the brain contributes to the development of depression. When you're craving carbs, you're usually being drawn to foods that encourage serotonin production, in a sense, reaching for the sugary carbohydrate-rich foods that can be a way of self-medicating depression. Research seems to support this theory. Having a meal high in carbohydrates tends to raise the levels of serotonin, while a high-fat, high-protein meal may reduce them. The, inf- the effect of carb cravings on low mood may be stronger when people eat food with a high glycemic index, such as candy, as these are these cause a, r- a higher peak in blood sugar levels. Um, so coping with food cravings. Uh, while you might feel better at the moment, overindulging in sweets to cope with stress has a long-term physical consequences such as weight gain. There are emotional consequences. Over time, a high sugar diet may worsen symptoms of depression, especially when you tend to feel guilty about um, having or giving into cravings. There are some ways you can learn to cope, not only with cravings, but what is causing them. It's important to address what's really driving you to reach for the cookie when you're upset so you can better care for your mind and body. So acknowledging your behaviors, getting active and eating well, practice mindfulness and moderation. And as always, talk to your doctor and or therapist. So yeah, that was really interesting to me that um kind of the connection between the mind and food so that is overall what my mental health moment is about this week so yes and to note chocolate also contains a drug-like um drug-like constituents such as caffeine and um other ides and eans (laughs) i call them that have um that have a powerful influence other eyes and eans other ides and eans the words that end in ide and ine because i can never pronounce it. oh it's okay. like anadamides and phenyl phenylethylamine yeah oh 
Well, maybe that explains why when I went to Dollar General to go get a bottle of water, I went and got all chocolate snacks, Snickers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Pieces, and Heath Bars. So you know what's really funny? At work right now, we have a um, we have a candy bracket. Instead of doing basketball, we're doing candy. <laughs> so we have like, so we had to fill out a we had to fill out a survey. And so, like, I ha- I filled out a bracket, a candy bracket, and whoever wins the candy bracket gets the money. So, <laughs> it, it's fun. it was fun. Interesting. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's, or do you feel, like, I mean, do you feel that, you know, that was, emo- that was an emotional choice, or? No, I just wanted some, I just wanted some chocolate. And then I was upset that I didn't get any Starburst, because I know I looked at the Starburst, because they were only a dollar, and I was like, you yeah. know. Because I went and got some groceries for the house and I was like, okay, I just, I, I got some healthy things and I was like, okay, just, just cause Cameron likes sweets. So I just got, you know, things that I know he would like too, but I mean, I'm not I sitting cake, here. So I'm going to eat some cake after this. Oh, your birthday cake. <laughs> yes. But I mean, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to like binge eat. I just have like one or two and then I'm fine. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not. Practice moderation. Yeah, I mean, everything is okay in moderation. You know, it, yeah. too much of a good thing is bad for you. You know, yeah, like acknowledging, just like practicing what's being like, being more aware of your emotional triggers for eating. So it's like, so just before you get the stuff, just like you did, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna have one or two. Like you know, I'm not. You're not gonna like eat all four bags of candy in one night and then be like, no. No, I mm-mm. no, I can't. I, I would be sick. Oh, it's like Halloween flashbacks of like <laughs> finding the candy that mom tries to hide in the same place every year, and then we every find year. it, and then we eat it all. The damn pop quarantine. Mm. That was one mm. of the most versatile things. It held popcorn candy. <laughs> it held popcorn, it held candy, it had it held click clacks and hair breaths. And- <laughs> I know. Held, oh my god. That and the butter cookie tin. <laughs> yeah. Are there cookies? Or is there random shit in here? Let's find out. Right, exactly. It's not yeah, just beware because it may not be a treat. <laughs> You something you might need in there, but it may not be something edible. Okay. So all right. Yes. So just being aware of, you know, our emotional triggers as they relate to our foods that we consume, especially, you know. Yeah. And that is your mental health moment for this week. All right. Okay. Did you go to Ulta? No, but I did go to CVS. I went to Ulta. And I got what'd you do at Ulta? I got the two black honeys. Remember the two black honeys were on sale? Didn't we talk about that last week though? I didn't get it yet though. Oh, but you did okay, you had just talked about it. We last recorded on Wednesday. So yes. So I've gone between Wednesday and Okay. Well, I have not gone since I got my Mario Badescu buy one, get one forty percent off. I got that and the new Juvia's Place um, foundation. Okay. And might I say, that color match, yes. Okay. Like, I tried it on my hand, and I, they always say you shouldn't try it on your hand, but I did. And I was like, okay, this will work. I thought you're supposed to try it on the inside of your wrist. 
girl, I don't know. So, uh, Jack, Jackie Ina does it like on her chest. Where has she been? I know that she's like, but like, I need, I need some Jackie Ina makeup videos. I'm tired. Of- she been back on YouTube, or she's been <laughs> actually on Instagram. I think a lot more. In her pretty ass house and candles and shit. Like, I I need some makeup tutorials. So, <laughs> but you should watch some after this. But um, yeah. So that's what I did this week. So what'd you get at CVS? Um, well, I had three dollars <laughs> off L'Oreal and mm-hmm. three dollars off Alme, and Alme's color range is shit. So yeah. I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. I just had the coupons. Mm-hmm. And then, like the stuff at L'Oreal was like, I couldn't justify spending that at CVS when I can go to Ulta and like get more points. And I feel like it's priceless at Ulta than it is at CVS, even with like my three dollars off. It's but not. I don't really, I don't really, I don't really buy L'Oreal products. I usually, I I'll True. get Maybelline. Oh, Maybelline, never mind. True, I get. I used to wear True Match, but I don't anymore. I use Maybelline Fit Me, and um, I like Elf, and I also um like NYX. You know, as far as like my drugstore items, um, some things from Makeup Revolution I like, uh, but I really don't, haven't really done too much L'Oreal. I really haven't yeah, now that I think about shopping. it. You don't be shopping at CVS like I be shopping at CVS. No, I don't. I don't be shopping yeah. at CVS. Yeah. I got but I did $4 off L'Oreal makeup. I got 10 up 25 of the skincare. Then I got another $3 off L'Oreal. But I did use my $2 off and my um, 40% off one item because I needed fiber gummies because my um, doctor recommended that I start taking fiber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I didn't get, I didn't purchase any makeup items this week. So, no. I think this is the first time I didn't go to Ulta when we asked if we go to Ulta. Usually I'm there. I need to go get some Garnier. I need to go get some Garnier facial products because I am one away from getting reward. So, Well, there you go. Well, maybe you can make a stop on the way home from work tomorrow. I have to go, make a stop there anyway because I have to go, um, I have to go pick up my prescriptions. Yeah, I have to go to Sam's to pick up my prescriptions. But they haven't called me yet. But I've I feel like I my doctor was like call us first if they don't call you because when Dixie never did but that's mm-hmm. all right um well is there anything else did we miss anything nope. no um, so don't ever get your speedometer confused with your clock like I did once because the faster you go the later you think you are <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't understand. I'm going faster, but I'm getting lighter. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. And all the lights are red, so I have to like keep breaking and starting over. Oh my god. No. Oh my god. <laughs> you are so silly. That was our deep thought. Well, um, I guess that concludes um episode 14 of uh 
these walls can talk. Tiffany, where can they find you on um, the World Wide Web? Uh, yeah, the, in- the Instagram. Where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, TDub686. All right. And you can find me. That's at Keeks underscore STL. That's K-E-A. Oh, shit. I can't even spell it. That's K-E-A-K-S underscore S-T-L. And then we have our email. That's These Walls Can Talk podcast at gmail.com. And then we have our Instagram for the podcast at These Walls Can Talk 314. All right. Make sure you guys stay hydrated and wear sunscreen. And we'll see you next time. See you soon. Bye. I think I heard Cameron come home, but... Mm -hmm.